This is the TV Podcast with Chuck Thomas and Greg Scott. Well, let's talk TV. Uh, the Voice is leaving BBC One and moving to ITV. Uh, the <laughs> show was poached by the broadcaster following an aggressive bidding war. Were you surprised? In so many ways. Where would you want me to start? I mean, an aggressive bidding war. ITV aggressively bidding for a show that's run for four series that starts well, <laughs> that trickles out of steam halfway through when the chairs stop revolving, and then has failed to create a star out of four winners. I mean, why would you enter into a bidding war for it, Chuck? Well, because everybody loves The Voice. Uh, obviously, ITV is the home of The X Factor, which is almost identical to The Voice. Mm. So where does this leave Simon Cowell? Do we get rid of X Factor and just have The Voice? Is Britain's Got Talent going to be enough alone for Simon Cowell? All these questions need answering, Chuckles. Well, Simon is joining America's Got Talent next year, so uh, that's quite fortuitous, I would say. But The Voice officially joins ITV in 2017, and ITV only have one more series of X Factor under contract. So this, ah. the timing seems a little convenient, doesn't it? Yeah, so I was going to say, you know more than I do then. And oh. hey, let's face it, I've got my finger on the pulse. Dirty boy. I know, I know. I should stop doing it, particularly when I'm talking to you. Do you think ITV would consider scheduling The Voice as a companion to The X Factor? Perhaps they could put The uh, the Voice in January, where they don't currently have any hits. Uh, I think, no, I think it would be overkill. But then again, there have been some crazy decisions made in recent years by TV execs, so you can't rule anything out, can you? I think you may possibly, possibly see what happened in the States. So Fox bought the X Factor USA. They scheduled, they yeah, they scheduled it as a companion to American Idol. And the idea was that the six months that Idol's not on air, you have six months of X Factor. What mm. happened was total overkill, total saturation, and it actually killed both shows. So well, how, could, how could you not realise How could you not realise that that is overkill? How could you think for a moment that it's a good idea? Now, everybody in the media says the voice is a ratings juggernaut, but mm. I'm going to disagree with that. I'm the only person in this business who actually says I consider it to be a bit of a flop because once you get past the blind auditions, the ratings always drop to an average of five or six million, maybe even lower than that. So how is that worth 12 million a year? It's not. That's the simple answer. It is not. Uh, and this is what is absolutely perplexing. Um, I don't know whether it should just be a case of crown a winner per show and move on rather than go to a, a final, a semi-final and have these, what do they call them? The, the battle rounds. No, I mean, I the battle know. rounds of The Voice. I think this is where people do turn off, not just because the novelty of the revolving chairs have gone. Those battle rounds consist basically of two people screaming at each other. <laughs> they just scream it's, and sing. It's like this podcast. It is a bit, yes. <laughs> Moving on, Sexbox is returning to Channel 4. In the new series, three couples with relationship troubles will enter a box to have sex and then immediately discuss their issues in front of a live studio audience. Are you glad to see this back? <laughs> yeah, it's a remarkable show, isn't it? You say with relationship problems. Mm. Let's, let's not mince our words here, Chuck. Let's talk sex problems. Ooh. People with sex problems. And then, right, <laughs> talk about how can you perform properly with the pressure of A, being in a box, and B, 
knowing that millions of people are, in effect, watching you. I was going to ask you, because I know that you're looking for your next big TV show, and I know that you would mm. like a show on Late Night Channel 4. Would, would, would you consider Sexbox? No, because it's a 60-minute show, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well there's, there's more than one contestant. Yeah, but, you know, if, it, if the contestants were all like me, you'd need 40 contestants in 60 minutes. But you could do the pre-title. You could do a little tease at the beginning. <laughs> the little tease. <laughs> yeah. No, this was originally aired as a one-off in 2013, and it got less than a million viewers. This was not a successful show. So why are they bringing I'm it back? Bringing and what, it back. But why are they doing a whole series of it? Well, it is only three. I mean, I suppose it's because people couldn't believe it the first time round. It, it's incredible. Three <laughs> 60 minutes episodes. I mean, what are you going to say in episode three that can't be said in episode one or the first 10 minutes of episode one? It's crazy. Now, a Channel 4 spokesman has said that this is simply an educational show, but I think this is pure titillation. What do you think? Oh, I think it's titillation of the highest titty, fi- <laughs> titty factor. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. It's, it's, oh, breaking news. Uh, ITV have yeah. just poached the titty factor from BBC. <laughs> now, the show also aired in America, but was cancelled after only five episodes. So why do you think it didn't work in the States? You know, it's a one, it's a one-stop shop and a one-answer program. It's a one question. It's it's silly. So yeah. you're saying you'd like to see it develop over a series? Maybe they could add some format beats, a bit like X Factor. Maybe you could start with twelve boxes and eliminate a box every week or something like that. Themed weeks. Themed. That's good. I'd like. You could have a Hall- you could have a Halloween week. Yeah. Or you could have you could you, you could have people dressing up as their favourite celebrities, <laughs> uh, and then you could actually have celebrity sex box. This is amazing. Let's pitch it. Well, well, you see, you see, we've taken there eight seconds to think of something that would take a TV executive five hours. But that is a show that you and I would completely pull apart on this show. Yeah, isn't it just? All right, moving on. Channel 5 have commissioned a British version of Lip Sync Battle. It's going to be hosted by Mel B from the Spice Girls. Are you excited? I mean, okay, I know that the British, uh, the American version, I should say, has has done okay on the Mm. channels it's been shown on over here. Uh, Mel B hosting... Oh, I mean, Channel 5 are raving about it. What was that quote from Steve Reagan, the, the entertainment boss oh, of Channel here. 5? He said, uh, he said when, yeah, go on. when looking for top TV talent, you don't get much bigger than Mel B. She, she yes, has, you do. She, <laughs> she has attitude, experience and swagger. Everything you need in a host. Yeah, she has attitude, what is it, attitude, experience and swagger. Yes. Yeah, what she doesn't have is the ability to be a very good television presenter. <laughs> but you apparently know, that's, so that's not that's, everything you need in a TV presenter, is well, it? he says that's all you need in a host. Yeah, all you need is someone who's, who's the biggest name that you can get for the money, irrespective of their ability to do a good job. Now, in the show, well-known celebrities compete against each other to mime songs. Now, this was a very big hit in the US. Will it be a successful hit with Mel B? I love it. Well-known celebrities mime. I mean, that, that's that's like a lot of concerts I've been to. You know, it's just maybe that's um, maybe that's why they chose Mel B because she is an expert at that. Oh, oh, Now the US version has Justin Bieber, Mike Tyson, and Jimmy Fallon. The UK version will have Bobby Davro, Amy Childs, and the Chuckle Brothers. Oh, for goodness' sakes! Oh, that sounds. I mean, <laughs> what's the difference between the two? <laughs> 
Unbelievable. Uh, now, moving on, ITV recently launched its new daytime game show, Pick Me. The channel commissioned 25 episodes hosted by uh, superstar Stephen Mulhern. Now, I know you're a big game show fan. Are you a fan of Pick Me? I have never seen such a load of bilge <laughs> in my life. I find it absolutely insulting that any TV executive could look at a pilot show and think, oh, yes, our audience, they're not stupid. They will find this absolutely hilarious and entertaining. The only people I've heard call it anything like entertaining are people who worked on the show or people who have been sucking up to the execs behind the decision to commission it and the execs behind a production company who have made it. Honestly, even Stephen, yes, I'll do it, Mulhern, <laughs> looks embarrassed. The gameplay is really a bit disappointing. How would you describe the rules? I, I just don't know. There's no point to it. There's no point to it. You know, if you said that to, to the producer of the show, there's no point to it. They would say, ah, oh, yeah, but it's only meant as a bit of fun. But it is not fun. Fun <laughs> is real. This fun in inverted commas, the biggest inverted commas I can find is forced all the contestants have been recruited from these casting websites where people with no discernible talent go on and say i i want to be famous these irritating people that you'd avoid at parties do you think steven is the right host for this I don't think he is, to be honest, oh. because he's hosting it in the same way that he does each of his other 33 shows. <laughs> he's, he does it. What you need on there is somebody who's going to enter into mm. the, and I use this word very loosely, the spirit yeah. of things. Someone who's going to be a bit nutty with the contestants. He seems to be playing it too straight, mm. in my opinion. Um, and as a result, you get this really, it, it, it feels like he's looking down his nose at them a little bit. And, and, there's something hypnotically bad about it that anybody who's seen the show will 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 know what you'll know what I mean. Now, an ITV spokesman uh, <laughs> said, "Pick me is loud, risky, and innovative. Uh, the opposite of tense, high-stake quizzes, which are over." So, in their defence, maybe it's meant to be one of those silly shows that's kind of so bad it's good. No, they've got it wrong. They've just got it <laughs> totally wrong. And I think that the fun shows have been... It's been so long since we've had one mm. that maybe the current crop of producers and commissioners don't really know what one is or what one was. If they commission another series uh, and there's anybody listening from ITV, what changes would you suggest? How can you help them pull in the ratings on series two of Pick Me? <laughs> don't make it. <laughs> no, no, don't make it. They want to commission it and they desperately need your ideas. How can they improve the show? Um, oh, good Lord. It's like saying, how can you breathe life into <laughs> something that's dead? Well, we you do can't... it with this podcast every month. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't know. I, that, that, that sounds like a cop-out. I don't know what you it, can do it is a cop -out. to make it... It really is a cop-out, but there's no answer. You're, you, can't, you can't say to the contestants, don't dress in fancy dress, because that's what they want. That, that's part of the visual of the show. You can't say to the contestants, don't be loud and annoying, because 
that's the whole concept of the show you can't say to Stephen oh we want you to be louder and brasher like the contestant <laughs> on the next series because that would seem weird because you know that wasn't him in the first series you can't change the, the format to be something better so it's unrecognisable from the first series because then you've got a different show you can't make changes to something that is already so flawed in so many areas well, Greg, thank you for that. It sounds like you have some very positive notes, and I will pass those on to the ITV network. Uh, that's Greg Scott, everybody. Thanks, Greg. God bless you. That was the TV podcast with Chuck Thomas and Greg Scott. 